Hello, friend. Welcome back to Both And. I'm your host, Gentry Lesby, and this is the podcast where we explore the human experience. We talk about it in new ways. We look at things from a fresh perspective. We try to mull over what makes this human life so wonderful and so amazing and figure out how we can use it to really make something meaningful and special out of our lives. So that's why we're here, but I know you're listening for a specific reason. So stick around and let's find out what it is. I have this mantra that I've been saying recently, and I I can't claim that it's mine. I can't say that I came up with this because I really just don't know. But it's been something that's mulling around in my head. and. It's something that actually has a lot of oomph behind it. You like that word, oomph? It's got a lot of that oomph behind it. And it's something that I think you can really adapt into your life as well. When we talk about the things that hold us back, or we talk about our fears, or we talk about feeling our feelings, Those things can be scary. When we talk about new opportunities or taking a chance on something or making a decision, we talked about decisions last time, making a decision that could really impact our life. Those things can be scary. And what do we, what do we say both internally and to those around us? What kind of things come about, come out of our mouth when we just aren't sure. I know for me, when I've been faced with new opportunities that could be exciting or scary, I say things like, ah, I just, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work out. I, I feel a little bit apprehensive about that. I am a little scared. I mean, what if I, what if I can't do it? What if it doesn't work out? What if it doesn't work out? What if it goes wrong? What if this this new opportunity ends up bringing so much discomfort and pain and sadness into my life? What if, what if, what if? And then we let all of those what ifs, those fear-based what ifs, those, those scary thoughts that feel so overwhelming and so overpowering We let them dictate what we do because we're afraid of what might happen. And when you boil it down even farther, I think, (laughs) can you boil something down? Sorry, tangent. I just got this visual of boiling water. I guess as it boils, it goes down. So I'm going to stick with it. As you boil something down even farther, what I think is underlying this fear, this apprehension, this anxiety, this tension, is this, this idea that somehow this thing is going to kill us. I've talked to people who, as they are exploring opportunities and the language they're using uh, that's really rooted in a lot of fear, 
when you get beneath those layers of all of that, there's this idea that it's somehow this thing is going to kill us. Like we're not going to survive. If I have to deal with sadness and grief and pain and, and loss and tragedy and, and anxiety and discomfort and conflict and tension, and we're not going to survive. So here's my mantra. You have a 100% survival success rate. Boom. I could leave it there, but I'm not going to. You have a 100% survival success rate. And it may sound so silly and so simple, but listen, that's how it is sometimes. It is so simple. We let we let something like overwhelm and anxiety and fear become so large and so looming that it impacts so many decisions. And we do that because we're afraid that whatever the outcome is going to be is going to be too hard and we just can't take it. We just won't survive this. How many times have you heard someone say and just, oh man, that's just going to kill me. That's just going to kill me. And whether or not someone means that literally, most times, I don't think any of us mean it literally. There's a, there's a process happening behind the scenes when you say, oh man, that's just going to kill me. There's a process happening that internally you think whatever's about to happen is going to be so much, too much that it's literally going to kill you. But my friend, you have a 100% survival success rate. And how do I know that? Because uh, you're still alive. <laughs> Which means every awful thing that has happened to you, every terrible moment in your life, every tragedy, every awful, terrible feeling that you have experienced, you have also survived. And if you've survived it before, well, certainly you can survive it again. If you think about a decision, an opportunity, and that opportunity was really exciting, but you also knew that it's going to put you into a place where you're uncomfortable for a bit. There's a little bit of tension. Maybe there's going to be some conflict. Maybe things aren't going to feel great right at the beginning. And so you don't do it, even though, even though the benefits far outweigh the negatives, you don't do it. Because there's this idea that you've allowed to sit in your mind that says you're not going to survive this. You're not going to make it. But you will. You have a 100% survival success rate, which is a 
pretty good damn odds, if you ask me. I think about this in the context of fear a lot. And I think about how new things are scary, new situations are scary, new relationships are scary. And a lot of that fear, it does feel uncomfortable. It does feel, ugh, it just doesn't feel good. But something not feeling good is very different than something is going to kill me. You can survive bad feelings. Well, I know that, again, because you have a 100% survival success rate. You can survive bad feelings. You can survive bad thoughts. You can survive bad seasons of your life. I've heard from people recently about feeling your feelings. And I, I talk about this often. Feel your feelings, choose your thoughts. Feeling your feelings for a lot of people is a really scary thought because they think that when they open up, that when they pop the cork off of that bottle, that it is going to be an explosion and it is going to wreck them and it is going to destroy them and they're not going to survive it. They're worried, they're scared, they're afraid of what their feelings might do to them. But, but I'm here to tell you, you'll survive it. You'll make it through. You have a 100% survival success rate. And I know that because you're listening. Now, now that we've got that out of the way, you are here, you're listening, you have a 100% survival success rate, which means that all the shit that you've experienced in your past, you've survived. All the trauma you've experienced in your past, you've survived. All the grief you've experienced in your past, you've survived. All the conflict, all the tension, all the anxiety, all the depression, all the pain, all the sadness, all of the missed opportunities and lost opportunities and broken hearts and broken relationships and uh, all of it. That time your entire world crumbled around you, that time you hit rock bottom, you survived. You survived. Which means if in the future something like that happens to you again, you can survive it. You can make it through. You are so much stronger and so much more capable than you give yourself credit for. 
Every time you think about upcoming conflict and tension and discomfort and possible pain or anxiety, every time you give those thoughts attention and power, you're dismissing your own capability and strength. I I am not saying to ignore those. I'm just saying that you're going to survive those. It's a shift in the way you think about what you can and cannot handle. Gosh, you know, I hate conflict. I hate tension. I hate those things so much. I'm an Enneagram 9. I like the peace. I don't like my internal peace disrupted. I don't like my external peace disrupted. I don't like any of it. However, in my lifetime, I have experienced so many moments of conflict and tension and really, really uncomfortable situations that in the moment I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to kill me. But I didn't. And I survived. And so now, now because I think about this, I have a 100% survival success rate because that is now a thought that exists in my being. It pops up pretty quickly for me. I recently, I had to deal with a situation that was a bit uncomfortable. For me, in my world, as an Enneagram 9, what I had to do was uncomfortable. It involved other humans, and humans are, are messy, and I didn't want to do what I had to do in that situation. And then I thought, Gentry. Gentry, you have a 100% survival success rate of every single uncomfortable, awkward, potentially conflict-ridden situation you've ever experienced, you've survived. So, recognize your strength, recognize your ability to get through, lean into that discomfort quickly, and do what you got to do. And I did. And it was fine. It was completely fine. (laughs) But I spent so much less time in agony because I remembered, I've got this. I've survived 100% of everything that's happened to me. 100% of everything that's happened to me, I've survived. And so have you. Which means moving forward. Let's talk about how this is going to impact you, because it will. Because this little mantra is going to play in your head now. The next time you're faced with a potentially scary situation, uncomfortable situation, painful situation, tragedy, grief, whatever it is, whatever you're faced with, you can put aside the response to that situation that produces all this anxiety because you know you'll survive it. Now, you're still going to have to go through the situation. You're still going to have to deal with the feelings that come up or the uncomfortableness. Is that a word? Uncomfortableness of a situation. You're still going to have to deal with conflicts and everything. You're still going to have to deal with it. But you have to look at these two things separately. You have the actual situation itself, 
whatever it is. And then you have your response to the situation. And your response is the part of you that's saying, I can't do this. I'm not going to survive this. This one, this is going to be the one that kills me. That's your response. And your response is kind of like a wet blanket. It adds this entire layer over top of you of unnecessary emotional mental processing. Because all of the energy that you need to just get through the hard thing, you're spending so much of that energy thinking about how you're going to deal with the hard thing and whether or not you're going to deal with it. So this this idea that you have a 100% success rate, it doesn't take away the situation. It just takes away that extra element, that wet blanket of how you're responding to the situation. So going back to my example of I had to do this really uncomfortable, awkward thing, and I could have spent so much time with that wet blanket on me. Oh, this is so uncomfortable. Oh, this is just, I'm not going to make this. I don't want to do this. This is going to be blah, 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 blah. That's all my response to the actual thing that I had to do. But when I applied this mantra, this mindset shift that I have a 100% survival success rate and I've been through a hell of a lot of awkward things before and I will survive this one too. I like, it's like I throw off the wet blanket and suddenly all of that energy that I was using to like, that was being sucked up rather by the wet blanket. I now have the energy to just go do the thing and survive it and move on. It's so good. It's so simple, but it's so good. And I hope that you see that you too have a 100% survival success rate. And no matter what you have to face in this upcoming day, in this upcoming week, in this upcoming month, in this upcoming year, you will survive it because you have shown to yourself you are a survivor because you have the best damn odds, 100% of surviving things. So use that knowledge, use that mindset shift to get rid of the wet blanket, to get rid of your response to the thing that is making you feel whatever it is, uncomfortable, scared, sad, mad, angry, depression, whatever it is. And just do the thing because you'll survive it. Okay, friend. That's all I've got for you today. As always, keep an open mind, open heart, open hands, and as always, stay curious. I'll talk to you soon. All right, one last thing before you go. If you liked the podcast, do me a favor and subscribe to it wherever you subscribe to podcasts. We're all over the place, iTunes, Spotify, you name it, we are probably there. So go ahead and subscribe and also share this. Share it with your friends, share it with your family and share it on social media. And if you do, tag me so that I can see it. I am at Gentry Lesby on all the socials. So find me there, follow me there and share this episode on social media and be sure to tag me. And of course, last but not least, do me a favor and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. That way, more people can find it. It's a really simple thing to do. All right, that's it. You can go back to whatever you were doing now. Thanks for listening.